You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on The Cooligans, we are talking about MLS and some of the ridiculous moves in the offseason already. Alex Ring going to Austin FC. Uh, Kyle Beckerman retiring. Where are the dreads, dreads going to go? Uh, now. <laughs> uh, yes, and, and a lot more uh, going on uh, around the league. That's right. Plus, we're talking about CCL. We review all the matches that have happened. Plus, we record a segment after our watch-along. So stay tuned to see if our predictions are right or way off. <laughs> that and more today on The Cooligans! What's up, guys? Landon Donovan here, and I got to kick it with The Cooligans today. Keep following, keep listening, keep watching. See you guys soon. Yeah, baby! I feel like I'm, I'm doing, I'm clapping for like the pigeons, you know, to send, to let people know the cops, the cops is That's coming. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on a rooftop somewhere in the Bronx. <laughs> uh, what's good, everybody? Yeah, this is a, uh, a special uh, holiday edition, uh, you know, audio, just podcast exclusive. We are uh, we're off from uh, from Fubo TV for the for, for the holidays, uh, but we ain't off from being in years. Okay, that's right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, we're checking in to those years. All right, was good in here. <laughs> Yo, I like what you've done with the place, <laughs> <laughs> Mad Roomy, and that might not be a compliment. Go see a doctor. Uh, but hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, another episode of the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right. And we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that have, has ever, ever existed. <laughs> it's also the gulliest that has ever, <laughs> ever, ever existed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, now we're, we're, we're getting into like WWE promo territory you know what i mean like the, I, the top of every show like i'm glad i'm wearing this leotard now i know <laughs> you know what? you can't see it though you know what brother there is no other <laughs> soccer podcast in the in the city in the state in the instead world of, <laughs> instead of oh yeah yeah baby <laughs> okay that's how we got to start every show with that kind of energy uh can you smell that fart i just laid like i don't know <laughs> i don't know too much about wrestling crowd is <laughs> I can't believe it. He said, we can. We can. <laughs> All of you. Hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, look, uh, we're excited about uh, uh, today's show because, it. But you know, we, normally we have a, a guest here and there. Well, now it's it's just us, everybody. We're just, we ain't got no guests. We don't need no guests. Okay. <laughs> right? Because it's it, the, the farts are too smelly for guests today. Yeah, absolutely. I got to be honest. I'm tired <laughs> of all these other people coming in and just stealing our chemistry. You know what I mean? <laughs> Interrupting our flow. You get what I'm saying? But please, uh, if you would like to do the show and you are, you know, a soccer celeb, you please, you, please right. come on the show. <laughs> right. In fact, if anyone listening knows anyone in the Premier League at all, please tell them. <laughs> I'm only kidding. We want them on the show. <laughs> Uh, but no, we have uh, uh, there's a, a lot to uh, a lot to discuss. Uh, a lot's been going on just in you know the the last week since we were you know on air. Uh, I just saw all off season the MLS off season, Concacaf Champions League with their madness. Uh, and and I love how MLS off season is like don't go on vacation <laughs> just yet. 
Because we have just a little bit of mayhem. Yeah, we say, look, we say this every year. I remember in, in 2015, we started uh, the podcast a little bit before, you know, MLS playoffs, maybe like two months prior. Um, mm -hmm. And then we had that feeling like, what are we going to talk about during the off season? There's right. Did we be... start too early? Maybe we should have <laughs> waited till the new season. There's not going to be anything to discuss. Boy, were we wrong. Yeah. Uh, there's uh... We were begging for some time off. <laughs> we're like, please. We're like, Major League Soccer, you need to slow down. This is the <laughs> off season, okay? Y'all need to chill. <laughs> uh, but no, we, we're going to talk about a bunch of uh, wild moves already, some trades, uh, some signings. And we're also going to talk about uh, CCL, right? And we're, we're, so just to break it down, we are going, we're taping this before the CCL final. Uh, right. And we're going to talk about the game after the game happens. So stick around to the end of this podcast so you can hear us talk about <laughs> who won between Tigres or LAFC. The last time we did that was when uh, the U.S. men's national team <laughs> lost in uh, lost to uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Tobago. Tobago? Tobago. Tobago? Tobago. They lost to Match.com in Trivago. <laughs> I mean, it was a hell of a hell of a game. Yes. Uh, so that was hopefully, you know, it, uh, it, it works out a little bit better for uh, the, the American side uh, yeah. in this situation. Um, this time it's not going to be me, me not blinking the entire ride back <laughs> from the Bronx to record an episode. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so make sure uh, stick around to the end of the podcast, and you'll hear us talk uh, talking about how how that game went. Um, but in the meantime, uh, for now, let's start with let's start with uh, with CCL. Should we start with CCL? Or should we start with uh, Alex Ring? What do you think? Let's start with Alex Ring. Let's get some of the MLS stuff out of the way. Okay, because Alex Ring gets sold to Austin FC, transferred yeah. to Austin FC for. Seven billion in game, <laughs> okay. right? That's yes. if you know if he Fun, hits all the performance. Funny money, uh, <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> but no, okay. So look, let's uh, you know. Obviously, we're we're both NYCFC season ticket holders, right? We're mm -hmm. obviously we're fans of the league, and and uh, you know we want. Uh, we want all your teams to do well, as long as it's not against NYCFC. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, Which that, I think is fair. I think it's almost <laughs> altruistic of us, really. <laughs> that's, that's as objective as we can get, right? Um, but this, and I, you know, I haven't talked to Alexis about this, but th this has been, this move really hurt me personally. This really did feel like, whoa, what direction is the team going in? What is this move about? Because Alex Ring uh, has been with the team, what, three years, four years? Has Seven, isn't it? Seven years already? <laughs> well, I mean, 2020 is definitely counts about like four, four to five years. It but. feels like it, you know? Let's see, last season, the season before that in Orlando, uh, the three games in Costa Rica, which was the season before that. Right, exactly. We all, <laughs> we all remember. Uh, but no, the, so Alex Ring going to Austin FC, obviously uh, reuniting with uh, uh, Claudia. Claudia Reyna, who was, uh, you know, the GM for NYCFC and is now at, at Austin FC. And who and got his mans. Yes, and he he was the one who brought him into uh, NYCFC. Alex Ring is a good player. Any Austin FC fans listening to this, I mean, we can. That's all we can really say. He not only is a is he a good player, he's a, he is a leader. Um, the dude gives two hundred percent. The the he he. he not only he's a defensive mid who can score, who has a banger of. Uh, he's like he's like Fernandinho. 
Uh, he can play the wing. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's like Fernandinho uh, for for uh, Manchester City. He's similar to um, Fabinho. Uh, right. He's a lot of Inyo, ring Inyo, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, all these people are doing the elf on a shelf and they got like the this on the that. Yeah. Ronnie Dyla did it first by putting ring on a wing. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. No one expected it. You know what I mean? But the look homie at, did it. Look at these bars from Alexis, bro. I... <laughs> Off the dome. Okay. Son, somebody drop a goddamn explosion from uh, Master Flex next time. I'll drop one of them joints. That's called motherfucking bar. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Somebody said that outside when I said it. Let's go. So uh, We didn't even talk about Fun Flex getting lipo on Instagram. That was as a whole, I mean, what it's he, he is, he is the the Chloe Kardashian of, of hip hop, <laughs> which Chloe's upset because she's like, Wait, I thought look, I was the Chloe, of he got Funk Master Flex got lipo but obviously he's putting it he's doing an ig story uh he's right. basically vlogging his uh his lipo, and so you know it's free. If free oh, 100%. For free lipo, would you take free lipo for just a couple ig stories? It's basically and and look if you want to get lipo get lipo but in the world that that Funmaster Flex resides in this has to be considered an embarrassing event no <laughs> you can't. or at least a slightly not shameful but like it took a big step for him to do this would you do something like that that you were maybe afraid to do I mean, Just if I, if I got lipo, it would be a real problem. You would know. I mean, I, there's a mental d- condition that I clearly I, have. I'd be worried for you <laughs> and the four and a half seconds that you'd be in surgery. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> Christian, you're telling, me, you, you're telling me you, you want to go to a size 13 waist? Why? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're already out of 15. <laughs> Buddy, your jean size is snatched, okay? <laughs> I don't think you need anything else. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what? We were talking about Alex Ring. What? Alex Ring. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's he's obviously a stalwart for NYCFC. Gets old. I gotta I gotta tell you, I'm not upset with this move at all. Yeah. So it's looking like wow. Well, it's it's one point two five million in in gam if he hits all the performance. Well, Claudio incentive. keeps saying seven fifty seven fifty seven fifty. Yeah. But I think there's already some of those incentives are like already hit like. They get like another two hundred thousand dollars if you or two hundred thousand in uh, allocation money just for like playing a game. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't you get IG your name story, right, about, you yeah. know, really about <laughs> yeah. talking about his experience. if he gets liposuction, <laughs> he gets like three hundred thousand. Unless he's caking. Uh, <laughs> no. So what? So it's basically uh, a lot of NYCFC fans uh, were really upset. I think this is why are they upset because it's the captain. That's what they're upset. It's the captain. He's a thirty-year-old defensive midfielder. When we have a nineteen-year-old defensive midfielder. Which is just as good, and you get one point two five million. As far as the the goal production, no one at that position is going to bring that right now. As of as of what, unless Cacha Cevedo uh, improves, uh, James Sands uh, all of a sudden starts uh, you know banging in free kicks like Kevin De Bruyne, uh, which he might. Or we don't know what's <laughs> we, happening we, there, we, but really, I don't care if he does or doesn't because that money is going to be spent on goals. Okay. Either that or a replacement well, for Maxi Morales, who's what, 75 years old, 78? <laughs> he's, like, he's probably like two years older than Ring. He's a yeah, young his, for the most part. His knees are a lot older, though. <laughs> um, no, I, I think this is it, this is an interesting time, and I think a pivotal time uh, for what NYCFC's like, squad is going to, to look like and what they, what they want their identity to be. It's obviously a, a, a young team, uh, you know, very much still. But I think this is it's an interesting time because this is the 
first time NYCFC fans were like g- genuinely upset at a at a roster decision that you know th- this is going to happen all the time where like sometimes players leave too early or sometimes they're there too late uh, or they're too long uh, but this one felt like he he was such a a a defining piece of what NYCFC looked like especially the last 3 years that it seemed like it was too soon we won't know until you know, maybe, uh, you know, when, like, whatever the replacements are, maybe a, a DP striker, that's um, that's incredible. I mean, everybody kind of forgets about this, but I, I think NYCFC will look a little bit different uh, going, you know, in the future. Well, of course, yeah, they got rid of their captain. Of course they're going to look different. Well, I mean, look different in the sense of, like, the way that their style of play. So let me ask you, uh, Ronnie Dyla's season, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give him? The season? Um... Got in the playoffs. Got in the playoffs. Uh, what? Well, fifth place? Fourth? fourth fifth place. Um, we lost the first two matches of the season. It was a rough start. I'm Played gonna, pretty I'm well in say, Orlando. I'm going to say a six. I'm going to say a six out of ten. I would say seven, seven and a half. Because I expected less after during that during that gap where there were no games. I'm like, this is going to be rough if we start again. I'm like, everybody don't start over. You know, like, yeah. We don't need to do this MLS back. If a six is a passing grade for you, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So then, doesn't he yeah. deserve? If you're going to give him a passing grade, does he not deserve to get his own players in and to build his uh, his own system? Clearly, the players we had didn't perfectly fit yeah, the system he wanted. Coach. Right? He, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I would, no, no, no. But I mean, you could. It, yeah. But you could say like, I'd rather have ring than the coach if the coach didn't do well. Sure. Right. So wouldn't you say that he deserves? Based on the performance of of the team, which clearly wasn't set up the way he would want to play, wouldn't you say that he deserves the right to to start bringing in his own players? The only way to do that in this league is to get rid of chips when they're hot. You gotta you gotta move you gotta move your higher value pieces, and it's tough. Look, fans are upset, but this ain't England. You can't keep a, a great player for long. The longer you keep a player, the too much of your cap is going to be taken by them. Then you have to maybe get rid of a DP for that. There's a ample opportunity to bring in big names in the offseason. And now that we have all this allocation money, we have the ability to bring in a, a big name that isn't at the level of like DP, which we've seen those former Tam and Gam guys. I don't know what they're called now. Ams, you know, those guys are huge value. Those are the ones that win you the fucking uh, the the supporter shield or the championship. It's those high value mid-level guys as opposed to the big, big, big names, which come I mean, in and I, have too much pressure. I wouldn't say there's a definitive uh way to do it i mean you can say look at philadelphia union they did not you know win the supporter shield with a lot of dps or tam players they uh oh, they, they got went the homegrown. Players. they have a couple but they really the homegrown players the mckenzie brendan aronson those are the guys that i would say that had a, a larger role than any uh tam player or or dp in my opinion but i there was some article i i read for from I I forgot who, um, but kind of like just just picking that identity, whether it's like um, deciding if you're going to go the homegrown route, if you're going to go DP route, if you're going to go Tam route, and sticking to that rather than trying all of them at once. And, right. And I think at this point, uh, NYCFC is the Tam route. Right. That that is the that that's their Which, main yeah. f- f- focus. I mean, obviously, year one and year two. That wasn't the case because it was all super absolute superstars. But now there's as things are settling. That that seems to be the way that they want to go. 
Right. And look, when I see when I see this move, here's what I think to myself. Clearly, Ronnie now has money to go out and find players that fit his system. Clearly, he's got enough opportunity to bring in some big names if the club wants to do that. Right. And now all of a sudden we're going to start to see what this what this system can be. Right. If you're Ronnie Dilo, if you're a fan of NYCFC. The problem is that fans are looking at, oh, you got rid of your captain. That means you don't want to win right away. Because if you wanted to win right away, you would keep one of your best players, right? Because, oh, then we have a better chance of winning next year. I think it's a bad way to look at it. I say I I don't get too emotionally attached to players, even though I really like Alex Ring and I love the way he played and I love his style. At the end of the day, he was too valuable for us to keep. Next year, he's not one million. You know what I mean? Sure. He's thirty-one years old. It's good business. I'm not taking anything away from that. But it's uh, good business. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and we uh, we got to you know we met Alex Ring a couple times, and we also uh, we, you know we made we made uh, cocktails uh, with him over Zoom. Buddy, we made content. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is uh, look in, in in the year of uh, you know the, the last like two three years, the word content. Is is the most valuable resource in 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 the new like gig economy? You know what I mean? Like, every- <laughs> there's nothing. It's more- also the heaviest. <laughs> like, we got to do how much content? God damn! There's nothing more important than content nowadays. Okay, um- we need to fulfill what people are looking at or the expectation of what they want to look at while they're pooping. That's that's life now. Look, uh, it's it's what I always dreamed, you know. I, Did I, you see Roy Wood Jr. put my uh, toddler? Does anyone else's toddler grab a toy before going in the bathroom to do number two? He's like, "How long do you expect to be in there, champ?" He, like, <laughs> he brought a toy, and I just thought to myself, "Oh, what a joy not having to bring your phone in there with you." You know, <laughs> remember the days having to? I mean, I don't know. Don't you that. feel like you have an obligation to like you're wasting time if you're not doing something on your phone there? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like you're not. Uh, pooping is no time, no excuse to not be productive. You know, right? Exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> what was? Do you remember the last time you pooped without a phone? I mean, I, I do it occasionally. To be honest, what are you a monster? (laughs) (laughs) From time to time, I'll just go in there with my own thoughts and just, uh, you know, cry mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's what I expect. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want your phone's not waterproof. You don't want to get that on the phone. Uh, Okay, let's move on. Uh, Next thing I wanted to discuss. We talked about crying. Too vulnerable. (laughs) Next. Uh, Next thing I want to talk: Kyle Beckerman retiring uh, from uh, RSL. Uh, obviously, he played for uh, a bunch of clubs in uh, in in MLS, but one. Uh, what year did he start? Because he'd been in it for a long ass time. Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. Let's. I'm look. looking it up. Kyle Beckerman. Uh, obviously, he played for a couple clubs, right? He played at. Um, He's 38. So, oh man. Okay. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> you good. Like- Started with the the fusion and in two thousand in two thousand uh, and then uh, and then went to the Colorado Rapids and uh, and R- did he win an MLS Cup with the Rapids? No, he won, he won it with, with RSL Rale. in yeah. two thousand eight. Wait, did I just say RL RSL? Oh, when when did they win? I I I, I don't remember. I think it was it was uh, Jason Christ's year. It might have been twenty ten. Two thousand nine, two thousand nine, not two thousand eight. I was, was off by year. Two thousand eight was Columbus Crew. I remember. Okay. Um, but yes, started with the Miami Fusion uh, and ended his career at RSL. This is a Kyle Beckerman is a, uh, I mean, one of the, for, for, there were, there were a couple years where it, 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 to some degree he was like the face of 
maybe the U.S. men's national team, not maybe not necessarily MLS, but it that's was, a bit of a stretch. I mean, not the face, but like a very notable look. I mean, white dude with dreads, you're gonna be remembered. Okay, you stand out. <laughs> okay, um, but I always known as just a, a workhorse. Uh, you know, went to he played in World Cups. Uh, just a, 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 kind of a, an American soccer uh, legend. I feel like the last like two three years he's been the you know, like that, just that dude at RSL was like that, that legend. him and Wando, right? Yeah. Or just like yeah. kind of hanging like, around. Yes. He, he doesn't, he's that Kyle Beckerman is not a, a highlight guy. He's not, you know, especially, especially being older. He's not a spot. He's not somebody who's going to get the spotlight. He's just like, he does his job and he does it yeah. well. Uh, and, and, and even which is last- boring. Right, <laughs> well, last couple of years he's been a little bit boring. But you got to make a couple mistakes, jazz it up. <laughs> but he's know? always been pretty aggressive, right? Always like getting. Uh, he's a he's a chippy guy. Like always, uh, he yeah. He's got he's got an edge to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so he seems like a happy little pothead, right? But I think that's just because of the dreads. <laughs> you think of a white guy with dreads, you think Birkenstocks, acoustic guitar, yeah. Definitely has a fedora. He might not wear it, but he's got one. And yeah. tons of weed. Grows his own weed. That's what you think. You think. But I don't think he's like that. No, this guy, he has dreads, but he will two-foot you at any sign of... Yeah, why you got so much of an edge, bro? <laughs> I thought y'all were happy, man. Um, no, you but heads. A, a, big, a big deal. I think, uh, you know, I, it, it'll be some time before people kind of... Um, you know, look back uh, and and remember uh, Kyle Beckerman and and what he uh, contributed to 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 Major League Soccer and helped pretty much build the league uh, to to what it is now. Especially when he was you know p- playing for the U.S. Men's National Team at a high level, uh, he was a guy that was very much uh, sought after and and, and played well uh, and well very well respected by by other players. So we're we're gonna miss uh, Kyle Beckerman. You know, what I'm not gonna miss the constant. Uh, just men in blazers use the Kyle Beckerman references. That's what I hope is gone with this retirement. <laughs> and hey, we ain't brought up their name in a minute. You <laughs> but, know what I mean? But so really for everyone is, listening who's rolling their eyes, it is pretty ridiculous. But, but this is when we started and we first mentioned, and we don't hate MIB, <laughs> right? Just to some of the issues we have, some of the condescending tone. The reference we use is this. Yeah. Which is like they're calling him the best midfielder in the history of the world. I've said this, even his mama don't believe me. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm on Kyle Beckerman's Wikipedia right now. And under early and personal life, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, Beckerman was born in Crofton, Maryland. His parents are Margaret Meg, in quotes, Beckerman, a third grade teacher, and Paul Beckerman, a science teacher. Let me ask you a question. Did we need to know her nickname was Meg? In quotes, <laughs> is that necessary? <laughs> look, if somebody, look, anybody can can fill these out. It might have been her that filled this out. The, this Wikipedia she wanted entry. to make sure. She's like, look, right, government is Margaret, but don't come in here with that energy because I'll know you a cop if you start I, talking to me like that. I I know you've been looking at official paperwork, my gene. I'm a Meg. Okay, I, I didn't know the feds were coming over to Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, 12? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn, yo. I'm going to just need to wand you down with this uh, metal detector. Right? Yo, yo, Meg, why, why are you pulling out the blue bandana outside from your back <laughs> pocket, bro? All right. You spinning. You're going to be dizzy, Meg. You. <laughs> 
You do not have a blicky, man. You don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yes, best of luck to to Kyle Beckerman and whatever, the you know, future. Uh, you know, he's, he's one of these guys that, you know, maybe he'll get into coaching. Uh, you know, it'd be great to have a coach with dreads right there on the sideline. He cut his hair, though. I he know. doesn't have I'm the dreads like, back, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, you <laughs> understand the game already. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. What should... Uh, okay, the last MLS focus thing I want to talk about real quick was uh, Joe Corona. Obviously, from LA Galaxy, uh, he he did not get his con- contract picked up by the LA Galaxy. Um, so he was he uh, was but the go- homie been spending time on on uh, on you know in, uh, some internet casino because he gambling. <laughs> so Joe Corona, uh, midfielder, right? Midfielder for uh, for LA Galaxy. Obviously, played for the US Men's National Team as well. Um, he was going to he didn't get his contract picked up. He's he was going to be entered into the the MLS re-entry draft. So that is for players um, to be able to basically get redrafted it by a team um, if if nobody's picking up your contract. So this is for obviously right. for veteran players. And um, because of that, he wasn't protected for the expansion draft. Correct. So he was Because why wa- protect someone who might not be on your team anyway? Well, look, I don't, LA Galaxy, why protect any player at all? There's, <laughs> yeah. there's no point. If, if anything, send the security guards home. <laughs> Let them fight for themselves. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, so he, yes, he, he was in the re-entry draft. He was picked by Austin FC in the expansion draft. Okay. Um, Celebrate. You are ready there, right? <laughs> yes. And so this is kind of a fascinating thing because um, he didn't, because he got, he got picked in the expansion draft, he did not opt out of the re-entry draft. So then he was therefore picked by Houston Dynamo in the re-entry draft. So Austin FC essentially wasted their expansion draft pick uh well not really because now it's houston's opportunity to be like a dick and call and be like yo you really want a corona huh (laughs) (laughs) you want that coronavirus (laughs) yo it's gonna take a lot of am i hope he doesn't bring it i feel like the la galaxy had it too they don't want to (laughs) pass it along (laughs) if you look at their standings they're still on a ventilator (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but if you if you look at if this is a big opportunity but austin might not have the am because of the ring deal yeah, who knows? I don't know how they're going to be able to, uh, or if they even want to go through with these negotiations. You know and- who did this to Houston way back in the day? I think it was Brian Ching was the dude's name. I think yeah, so. Yeah. Who's like a Houston legend, right? They left them unprotected because they're like, whatever, dude, you're kind of old. You're a legend here. No one would dare. And Montreal was like, excuse moi. <laughs> Montreal am, grabs him. I am Canadian. I do not know of these American <laughs> customs. I do not follow the rules that you have set before me. <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to smoke a cigarette in here? <laughs> that is quite hilarious, as you say. <laughs> uh, no, so, so, yeah. Remember, cool. Montreal grabs him. And he, Brian Shanks starts texting motherfuckers like, I ain't trying to play in no snow. You know? <laughs> it's word for word, by the way. Uh, and then they had to trade like some type of value with Montreal. Yeah. So Montreal did nothing and still got value out of it. I think that's what Houston's doing. Yeah. So it seems like uh, Austin couldn't agree on a contract with, uh, with Joe Corona because Joe Corona could have opted out of the reentry draft after he was selected in right. the expansion draft, and he did not. So uh, Probably he, because he was like, yo, if you don't give me money, 
I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to go, I'm not going to opt out. Yeah. So it's interesting because it, it, it's a, he gambled in, in that negotiation process with Austin saying like, Hey, I'm an, I'm still in the reaction draft. I could probably get picked up by somebody. You, you sure you don't want to give me the money um, again? Cause I could probably get it somewhere else. And they were like, nah. you seem to think it's that they wouldn't match his contract. I think he was asking for more. He's 30 years old. This is his last chance. Yeah, to kind of to kind of get you know additional value. So if they're going to restructure the contract, he's like, yeah, I restructure for more money. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know. I, I look. I I can only uh, speculate. Obviously, um, I just think it's interesting that the since he when he was picked in the expansion draft that he was still eligible to be in the reentry draft. So because most uh, this must have been something in the CBA. Uh, or something, because MLS players, for the most part, like well, remember when we spoke to Kai Kamara, and I, I had the assumption like, oh, you're a veteran. I'm sure you can. You've probably deci- you've played for a lot of teams. I'm sure you've kind of decided where you wanted to go. He's like, no, I got. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't like, know where I'm going tomorrow. He's like, when am I? Am I supposed to be allowed to? Because <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't. Is, this is a weird uh, kind of like. Uh, opportunity that that MLS players do have that veteran players have to actually kind of decide where they want to go or at least decide where they don't want to go the fact that they it's circumstantial because he didn't pick Houston he, he just said pick, I'll take my chances on the open market yeah which is then so, listening to your BS you know proposal <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad it you know it, it, it the best thing it's going to benefit the player the most right he's going to be able to get the most amount of money because at least he'll have possibly two teams that are bidding for him, even though if Austin really wants him, they got to pay. They got to pay Houston. It's going to cost them probably more than if they just had agreed on the contract uh, with him in the first place. So, although he might not see that, it's not like he gets to keep some of the tam. He doesn't, but it still costs Austin more, uh, p- possibly, uh, if they had just uh, going going through this route because now there's a third party involved. Uh, so. This doesn't happen in the Premier League. Yeah, it's you just, know what I mean. This is a very look. We're, with the conversation we're having right now, yeah, it, this is not going on in the Turkish Superliga, right? I, they're not we're, doing that. We're just. This is a. Very, they're not following any of the rules, even if they have rules. In we the bring Turkish it Super up. Because, we bring it up because this is such a uh, you know idiosyncratic, very silly, very like specific MLS thing that seems so. This is the most MLS thing we could talk about. Yeah. So. This is for the for the nerds out there. So, so I, you know, okay. For the what do they call those guys? The uh, the sabermetrics. Yeah. You know I mean? This is basically our show is like if you Dungeons and Dragons but MLS. You know what I mean? Right. We're the dungeon masters. I, I don't know if that's good or <laughs> we not. Explain, we explain the dungeon master this, uh, determines the rules of the game. That's the dude with the paper in front of him, right? <laughs> in the V. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I saw that on an episode of IT Crowd. <laughs> okay, so l- let's talk about um, uh, CCL. Wait, no. Before that, we want to just give a shout out to DC United. Okay. They appointed Danita Johnson right. as the head of business operations, making her the, flat, the first black president in MLS. Correct. Shout out to Danita Johnson. But, but is it black uh, uh, president of business operations or of uh, Female or male or female? I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, in in general, it, I, from the article, I think it's just saying first black president of an MLS club, which is huge. And then she is. Uh, she came from the Los Angeles uh, Sparks. So this is a a, a very. It, it's very much a milestone. It's a very uh, big deal, especially uh, in MLS in sports in general, because uh, you you don't often see uh, people of color. 
uh, let alone women of color, uh, in, in these roles. Uh, so shouts to DC United. I know I, they, they still haven't uh, decided, I think, on their, they haven't announced the head coach yet, right? The, the rumors are... It's, it's Chris Armas is a rumor, but that's not official. Yeah, uh, so look, I, I think... Um, Maybe this is the good news before we prepare for the bad news. You know right. I mean? <laughs> Let's hope they don't make Danita make the announcement. You know what I mean? That's a rough first day hey, right Danita, there. get out there. We got Come on. <laughs> um, so, so huge, huge from uh, DC United. So shouts to them. Um, all so right. now let's talk CCL. Let's talk CCL. Because uh, CCL is doing a full-on, they went 100% CONCACAF. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. There was one boring match. Since the round of sixteen, which one would you th- which what which one would you describe as boring? The Olympia match where they just won. Oh, uh, oh wait, the Olympia against Montreal. Yeah, um, I think the highlight there. I mean, they also they got demolished by uh, by Tigres after that. But the um, the Olymp- the the one highlight from that uh, from Olympia was uh, I forgot the guy's name. Who's the center back that wears a mask throughout the whole game? That's the center forward, Bangston. Oh, he's a forward. Yeah, 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 oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Bankston, he played for the uh, Revolution. Did he? Yeah. Okay. No, Diddy was the guy you worked for. Oh yeah, no, no, he's a, <laughs> no, he's a he's, <laughs> he's a center midfielder. I think I've seen him. Uh, <laughs> okay, he's been he's been shimmying uh, out of uh, tackles <laughs> for a long I... time. All right. Um, no, the uh, yeah. So just a, a bit of a, a recap. All right, uh, Olympia. Uh, they they lost in the second leg, but they won in aggregate. Um, uh, against Montreal. Montreal was doing their best, but Montreal uh, it, it did not look great. I mean, I, I, I feel I, I feel so bad for the Montreal Impact, who may not even be the Montreal Impact uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, no, nah, dude. They could be Montreal lacking in impact. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, bars again, all right? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I hope y'all ready. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this out of a boombox. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel so bad for the Montreal impact because... Uh, I don't. They got Thierry Henry. Well, they I got Mihailovic, which is a great just, deal. You just feel... Terry Henry's frustration through the television. You know, he just seems so unhappy with his players. They're so they they're just lacking in in fundamentals. It's so frustrating to watch because I want them to do well, and it's like they whether it's we both low touches, key kind of want them to do well. Like we have you and I for some reason, and it's not just Terry Henry. We have some affinity for yeah, I mean, Montreal been, Impact. We've been to Montreal. We've had a great time. Everybody, it's my favorite city outside of New York. Yeah, it's just Impact's, it's my favorite place to go. Impact fans have always been really really cool. Even though like it's weird, like when we when we look at like our podcast like numbers and stuff, like we don't have a. Like we don't really have Canadian fans like that, you know what I mean? Like, well, we, that's also because that doesn't come through those numbers, right? Remember that one time someone's like, "By the way, oh, we right, left right, you a right. bunch of reviews. You right, got to right, go right. to the Canadian <laughs> iTunes," and we're like, "We ain't going to no Canadian <laughs> iTunes." <laughs> but we still see the the by country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and, and we, uh, look, look, the IP addresses out in uh, in Canada not really into what we're doing. All right, <laughs> no, nah, they ain't. we ain't popping in Montreal. But the fans that we do have, there. yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. That the, the Impact fans have always been really, really cool. So, we got to do an episode in French. <laughs> also, we got to learn French. <laughs> okay. well, I mean, this just literally uh, yeah, watch us learn French. You know, Terry uh, <laughs> yeah, Henry, teach us French. Um, oh my God! Now that's a web series. <laughs> so. Um, the the uh, yes and and we we just want them uh to do well and it's it's frustrating that they're that they're not 
better uh and because i don't think it's like a coaching issue and and speaking of impact i mean they got they signed georgia mihalovich they, they're making big moves they're using any gam available to them to just just uh improve their their midfield they just need some consistency and they need some a little not even they don't need superstars they just need you know somebody that can get Victor Wanyama the ball, and he could barrel through a couple dudes. Uh, <laughs> you know, he could put his head down in juggernaut. <laughs> You've seen his it. way I mean, to the was, goal. He was pushing out Olympia players, just mushing here, mushing there. Uh, the dude, <laughs> it was fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. And but even him, he was like, he's not the best passer in the world. And well, he, also, I mean, look, you got uh, Romel Kyoto. I don't think Uriti uh, Uriti is coming back, right? Uriti, I don't know. Yeah, Uriti, I don't think he's coming back. So. It looks to me like it's Romel Kyoto up top, right? And then uh, what you would call it? You need someone to be able to pass him the ball. If you, it's another situation like Ronnie. It was a first year. They got in the playoffs. They way, way did way better than anyone expected them to do with that with that lineup. As much as I love this dude, Samuel Piet, at this point. Gotta be, you're way out of your depth, my G. You know what I mean? I don't know. Get a job with the he, club. To me, he's one of the more reliable dudes. Like the guy, reliable, yes, but he's not. And that's the thing. Like he's a very consistent player, but he's not. He doesn't do what Thierry Henry wants. And look, Thierry Henry would be rough on Barcelona right now <laughs> because he's Thierry Henry. So in his head, he's like, "What? You start? You trap the ball perfectly. You juggle past seven, yeah, six yeah. people. It, you very fast. You square the, the on the curl." It's so simple in his head because yeah. he sees himself like, doing it. Yeah, what are you talking about? Right? You curl into the top. It's very simple. And everyone's like, "My foot don't even bend that way, man." But like, so yeah, he would be rough on everyone. But you got to give the guy a chance to bring in people that can play his style. The problem is I have no clue what style he wants to play because it just seems like he wants to. He's like, look, we're not going to train because then if we train, I can't yell at you for 90 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it, look, and I want to be able to yell. You can't judge him too, too harshly. It's a, It's been a, a ridiculous year. Uh, he made the playoffs. He made, he made barely made the playoffs. Yeah. Who, he made it. <laughs> they, they're not a good team. Let's, I mean, let's just be There's honest. 36 teams in MLS. <laughs> and he's one of the ones that made it. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the 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 lineup uh, that they feel that, yeah, Kyoto Okonkwo, Mason Toy. Mason Toy did not have a great game. He should, he should be doing He better. just got there. He just got there. Still, um, but no, they, there's a lot of room for improvement. All right, next. Let's uh, we have to. Talk. I believe in Mason Toy. Tigres against uh, NYCFC. That's, uh, that game must happen last week. Let's just uh, a quick recap. Tigres four uh, nil. This is NYCFC looked absolutely awful. They were missing a lot of players. So, uh, obviously, that that was part of it. But to play this badly was kind of embarrassing. I, I think uh, you know they 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 didn't expect much. They were already down one nil on aggregate from from the first leg, uh, which is the last the last soccer game I attended. Uh, <laughs> oh, you remember? I remember. And then the world shut down the next day. Um, but no, this was uh, this was a really bad loss. Regardless of uh, who the opponent was, uh, uh, there there was just a, a, a poor poor showing for NYCFC. Regardless, I, I mean, not regardless. Speaking of Thierry Henry. Friggin', uh, you know, uh, Gignac does the Thierry Henry yeah. lounging on the pole. Bro. Which is wild disrespectful. <laughs> how do you not? And no, look, I like Gignac and I like Digues, right? Uh, how do you not break that guy's leg? How do you not? <laughs> right? Like, yo, I, mean, I think the players 
are too new to MLS. Like they didn't even know. Maybe yeah, maybe because it, it was uh, if you saw the the day prior, uh, Gignac posted a photo with Thierry Henry and two uh, French people just having a chit chat, complaining know. about you know the food. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, after the game, there was a uh, um, he did an interview and he he had mentioned that the reason he did that celebration was uh, as an homage to Thierry Henry. He said he would he he wanted to do it. Um, if they, uh, in, in front of Henri, if uh, Montreal had made it to the next round, because Tigres would have played against, uh, uh, against uh, Montreal. How nice of Gignac to be like, I wanted to disrespect him in yeah, front but, of his team. But that's the thing. He, was, just, he was like, yo, I wanted, I wanted to spit in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but, I, you know, it didn't work out. So, I, whatever. I spit on the other team for it. But so, he even said New York is red. He was yeah, like, bro, damn, he really Gignac. leaned into it, bro. I'm like, what you know about the Hudson River Derby, my man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, got, he got beef. He was like, yo, Pirlo ain't score. He knew too much. You knew too much, man. So, uh, no, but you you love the banter. He 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 brought it, and uh, you know, and and there was um a Tigres. Uh, they have not won the 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 Champions League. There's that video going around. I think he said it. It was last year after after they won um the the like Clausura Apertura. I forgot which one, but he said that he doesn't uh he doesn't want to end his his career until he wins esa pinche esa pinche copa all right <laughs> he said that <laughs> he said that damn it's, yo he been in mexico for a minute <laughs> i love that this dude this french man is just like uh like a straight up like uh uh you know uh, not a not a cholo type dude but like he's just he really embraces the culture and and people i think that's why people really really love him uh yeah there because he he's not like oh i'm french or i'm better or i'm different or anything he's like I'm, oh I'm, I'm a european player yeah no, he don't he's he don't like, have that energy at yeah, all Yeah, you know and to be honest there's a lot of european players that couldn't couldn't make it in Liga MX. Uh, you know, it takes it takes a lot of like uh, you know heart, a lot of uh, you know being and being able to tolerate a lot of nonsense. Somebody said this. Somebody people were talking about how physical the game was against LAFC, um, not the uh, Tigres, the Club America match. And some people were saying like, oh, saying that is racist. It it depends on the tone, I think, right? But I think you and I have even commented on the show before. Maybe it's just the CONCACAF Champions League, but this shit gets physical. Like you they should be you should be allowed to wear shin guards all over your body. You know what I mean? You should come just, out in chain mail, my yeah, chain. Just like uh like a, a Kevlar vest or, or a Kevlar suit, you know, so that like when they the, the attack dogs or when they train yeah, yeah, the yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like the the bomb, the guy who dismantles yeah, the bomb. Yeah. He's got like the big like window on the front, the helmet. Like oh, are, it, you gonna, it gets, are you gonna go disarm a bomb? It's like no no, I just got I gotta I gotta play against Cruz Azul tomorrow. Yeah, 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 we're going to San Salvador, my G. <laughs> it's a tough match. Like, I think, I don't think that's, I think it's, uh, yeah, some of the commentary was wild disrespectful, so I get it, right? But, like, we have to say, these matches get wildly more physical than MLS matches do, and MLS is considered a physical league. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I also love the little bit of, like, it's not shit talking, but, like, that little thing, like, what was it, Latif Bled? No, it was, a, it might have been Opoku. I forget who was on the floor, but a one of the players from Club America stepped over him and just like kneed him in the head a little bit. And as he walked away, the LAFC player pushed him and he like pretended, it might've been Palacios. It was Palacios. Okay. He pushed him and like he fell to the floor. So like 
he's egging you on. You know what I mean? Like he's he's hitting you with his knee. He's doing all these little things to make it look like he's not fucking with you just to get you to get a red card or a yellow. Yeah, yeah. Like that whatever we want to call them, the dark arts, which by the way, Adam kind of overtext me and I said I mentioned I'm like dark arts, baby. And he's like, Oh, you're watching the American commentating. And I'm like, no, that's a term for like all the like the the like the the bush league shit that happens, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? He was like, "Oh, I thought that was just the announcers of this match." Because again, he's getting into it. He's like, "I thought they just like loved this phrase," <laughs> but it's like those little things. It's a lot for people. And yo, it seems like during Concacaf Champions League, all the clubs just dial it up. And maybe it's the thing that like MLS doesn't do it as much, so they know yeah. this will fuck with them. Well, I thought you know when um, when the, the Concacaf Champions League got. Uh, got postponed. I thought this tournament was going to be like, oh, you know, the players are going to be like, oh, we got to go to Orlando and play. Like, who cares if we win or lose? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, down. Yeah. Who? Cares? But it's been the complete opposite. I'm like, they, they, these teams want to win more than their like th- their respective leagues. They are. Yeah. They, they're so they're so intense. Uh, they're and, like, we should have done this instead of the apertura. <laughs> uh, so real the quick, the the LAFC played played against Cruz Azul. They they did not have a this was they only played one leg they didn't have the first leg because that game got canceled before uh right right when the lockdown started but they went two to one and and really the 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 goal from opoku um quad quadro opoku not quadro opoku which is a different guy because buddy when i heard quadro opoku i was like did i hear that correct did (laughs) Did he bring him in just for this (laughs) and then this dude is a lot smaller than the poku that used to be on nycfc yeah yeah Uh, so i'm like Apparently, when you add an O on the end to the beginning of your last name, you shrink down. Yeah, you know I mean? he, uh, and he, he scored an absolute uh, uh, banger. And he's uh, a kid, right? He's like 18, 19 years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know where uh, they uh, got. He's from Ghana. I don't know where, like, uh, the, where they got him, where, they, where he came from, what, what club I think he was he's from before. that academy, the Right to Dream or something like that. I forget what it's called, where okay. they bring people in from Ghana. Uh, but a good pickup. Yeah, he's been playing super, super well. And, and that goal was unreal. Uh, yeah, he looks great. And then they, so this began the, um, you know, there was kind of a, a, a very, very soft penalty that Carlos Vela drew uh, that now started like, we need VAR. Why isn't VAR in this tournament? What? Look at this very, you know, kind of, uh, kind of very, very soft call. Um, so you can understand why Cruz Azul fans were upset. But after that goal from Apoku, I'm like, yo, they they earned that victory. Um, and the, apparently. If you're if you're a fan of uh, Cruz Azul, you got questions. Yeah, man, because <laughs> it hasn't been a good couple weeks for Cruz Azul. They can't hold on to <laughs> shit. Don't toss anything valuable at a player for Cruz Azul. They're gonna let it slip through their fingers. Uh, yeah, so they, you know, fans probably again not happy, but you know, maybe they didn't expect too too much. It's interesting now. We're starting to see the the like Liga MX clubs being. A little bit of these underdogs uh, in some tournament. LAFC is starting to feel, you know, they they beat Leon, uh, um, uh, Cruz Azul, and Club America to get to the final. This is like no one expected. You saw once you saw the draw, everybody's like, "Oh, they're gonna have to go through three Liga MX team to get to the final." No way, this is gonna happen. And they did exactly that. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Also, I mean, just think about like when they're at the end of the match, they were like, "Here's what uh, Bob Bradley said to the team at the half after going down a player." Uh, if you're LAFC. And everyone's like, I would love to hear what he said because it it must have been like none of you are getting paid if, <laughs> if Ella don't score. Because okay. how else do you do that? Yeah, basically, it's just, uh, you know, I'm going to make sure Will Ferrell doesn't <laughs> spend another dime on you guys. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, OK, we have to talk about 
the the game against uh, Cuba America, LAFC against Cuba America. This game was wildly, wildly controversial. Um, the uh, for for a billion reasons. Um, wh- where do we even begin? Let's start with uh, Bob Bradley will fight you. <laughs> That's all I want to say is Bob Bradley yeah. will absolutely fight you. And and whoever the other dude is, I think his name is like Ante, the dude who punched uh, Miguel Herrera. Did you uh, see that? Ante Razov, yes. Ante Razov. That dude, I mean, that's the guy I want as my uh, assistant. You know what I mean? That's who <laughs> I want as my assistant coach. Because right. this dude is like, don't worry about it. You're going to get in trouble. I'm going to go hit him with my car. And you're like, no, no, no. You know, we don't need that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I mean, this game was uh, wild, right? Obviously, the should we start with the red card? I mean, the, that's where a lot of the controversy uh, began. Uh, Edward Atuesta is, uh, I feel, need in, in the hip uh, on why he was trying to uh, take a shot and... Uh, should have been probably should have been a penalty. There was no VAR in CCL, um, and I forgot who who you know quote unquote committed the foul. Um, but Atuesta's on the on the floor, writhing in pain, probably doing you know doing what Concacaf players do, right? Pulling, he's pulling a Conca. You know what I mean? <laughs> we all know. No, nobody's faulting him for that. He did he did nothing wrong. Okay? Hey, baby, you fighting fire with fire, my G. <laughs> but then. Memo Ochoa, goalkeeper uh, for Cuba America, goes up to him and he starts yelling at him like, yo, get up. What are you doing? But does and it's obviously very, very intentional. He, he does a couple things that and I want to give him credit for when it comes to uh, dark arts, as we, we are mentioning. Not only does he go up to him and kind of instigate and yell at him like, hey, get up, stop crying, whatever. Then he does a thing that's interesting. Not only does he get in Atuesta's face, he gets he blocks the view of the assistant referee. If you see, he starts standing at an angle where the, the, the assistant referee is at his back. So mm-hmm. this, the AR would not be able to really see what happened. And then Memo Cho has that long curly hair, this kind of blocking. He's, it's, it's, block, it's obstructing the view of his head and how close it is to Atuesta's face. Right, and then when he gets super, super close, yells in the yells in uh, uh, Eduardo's face. Atuesta obviously like is a frustrating. He's like, "Yo, get off me, fam! Like, chill." Yeah. And as soon as that happens, I can't really tell if any contact is even made. They have the super slow mo, and you could you could tell that. And I think it's dangerous contact that's made. That's why everyone's mad at Ochoa. But the three hairs on Atuesta's head that barely grazed. <laughs> His chin could have killed could him. Could have, yeah, just exactly. You know? <laughs> Sliced him open. You I mean, know? If, then, he had, if he has gel on them, forget. Those ah! are weapons, okay? You know, they don't let you even bring moose. that. You even moose. People you don't realize how you dangerous You can't even bring that, that on a plane, bro. Don't. Uh, <laughs> yo, imagine if you had more than three ounces of that in a container. I mean, straight to Guantanamo. You know, there, there is um, there is uh, a lot going on, right? Because people get upset at this, like, yo, what? The, he's he's f- faking some injury nothing he didn't touch the guy Atuesta is is he didn't in my opinion he didn't touch him that's no. my opinion I, if you would have said you and Ochoa get a get a red for you know simulation I'm fine with that because I do yellow, think a, a yellow for simulation. no red red you don't because get a red I, for simulation but but what I'm saying is they're both pretending to be injured right okay, yeah so I'm fine with that but Atuesta getting um he got a second yellow or a red no, for red that? straight red he got a straight red. If uh, uh, Atuesta getting a red for that is clearly, to me, 
is buying into the bullshit and it adds more bullshit. Now, if you're the if you're the assistant referee, if you're the main referee and you can't see that and you're simply going off of whatever, then that should be a note to everyone else. And this is just the type of person I am. When someone has an advantage, I think, you know what? Now I also have that advantage because I know how you have that advantage. And if I'm Bob Bradley, I am practicing this type of shit over and I'm putting curly wigs <laughs> on everybody for the match. We're getting lace fronts. I need them joints to stay in. I Yo, it's like, <laughs> uh, where's your weave at? Like, <laughs> you can't, don't be stepping on this field without your weave. Bro. Everybody bring two, one for each half. We gotta get them joints put in. Get a couple uh, abuelitas in there, some Dominican old yeah. ladies to help you put them joints in real quick. Dude, th- this was a, yeah, obviously frustrating. This And, and, LAFC are down 1-0 uh, at when this red card is issued towards the end they say, and then and then it's not even, and then halftime happens just to come up a couple moments later that and that leads to a another scuffle uh Miguel Herrera the the the, the former Club America coach for for these reasons which uh which uh, you know they eventually happen he gets into a fight i mean if it, if there's something that happened Ante Rosa from what i Understood. I don't know. I haven't seen the video, uh, but um, the the first video that, uh, you see is Miguel Herrera pulling uh, Razov's the hair. The back of Razov's hair. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, it, to me, I can't so, imagine that that's a move, right? That's him trying to explain what happened to somebody, right? Yeah. So it seemed, from what I heard, it was that Razov did it first. He pulled his hair. That's what I think he's doing. He's showing him this happened. Yeah. Because that's not a move. When you get ready to fight, you don't reach behind someone's head. <laughs> Passionately. <laughs> you behind, know? You put your palm, your behind Baby, someone's head. <laughs> No, he pulls at his hair. It's very weird and silly and childlike. It's like, uh, you know, when, when you like a girl in second grade. You know what I mean? Like, it's right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so, so he... Except both you and that girl have a neck. <laughs> <laughs> so the... Um, so the... the they're clearly arguing with each other, and then people are trying to separate them. But then, uh, their swing, you know, swings are made. Like uh, Razov is literally swinging at Herrera. Uh, uh, Who's uh, Razov is what five? No, not even maybe like six four, six five. I mean, he looks like I, I, I don't think he's that big, but he's probably like six feet or something. He it, definitely got the reach. Um, yeah, Bioko, yeah. Bioko Bioko got is, them little silo arms. Is definitely you know? not six feet. We know no, that. <laughs> no, I mean, what direction are we measuring? And that's you from one fat guy you to don't another. Get the nickname Piojo by being a big, big ass dude. You, like, trust nah, me. you know, other than like when there's like a real big fat guy and they call him tiny, that's the only way that that happens. No. Um, so, but what you call if you're if you're at it, you're trying to you're trying to inspire your team. You know what I mean? You're trying to like you know how like baseball managers will go out and they'll kick dirt on the on like you know the the the, the refs umpire. or the umpire the umpire's feet, all that crap. Lift up the first plate and throw it. Just trying to get your team all angry and 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 you know all gassed up. Angry? Yeah, I, yeah, I was <laughs> I was I was gonna go angered and then I went and then Anger, now I'm angry. hungry. It's, it's now I'm angry. Uh, um, but like when when you see that you're like clearly he's trying to get his team. But also like rumors have been around that he was gonna get fired. That it you know the season hadn't been going well. And at that point you're like. What do I have to lose? Yeah, yeah. So he gets look. He gets red carded. He is he is sent off. Obviously, when you get a red card, 
Hit the hit the showers, coach. Uh, nope. Uh, and you, you everywhere except the first three rows. You go to the fourth <laughs> row if you want. Dude was mad close. He's like sitting in the rainbow seats out in uh, Orlando. <laughs> yep. You're, that's not where you belong. You cannot be there. Uh, and he needed to be told by CONCACAF officials that uh, that he needed to leave. And instead of leaving, he just goes up to like the box seats. And, yeah. and not only does he go to the box seats, he now has uh, a walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. He's this, communicating with the coaching staff. This, this is, is some Diego Maradona in Mexico <laughs> shit. Remember? This is a, I mean, this is a joke, right? Now, now it's gone way too far. What, um, like, uh, uh, influence or power does CONCACAF have? Why didn't they do anything? Why They see this on the, on the broadcast. They're watching him with a walkie-talkie with a bloodshot eye. The dude, like, <laughs> something's wrong, right? And it, it just looks even worse with the bloodshot eye. I mean, yeah. it, it looks like um, Die Hard, right? The, people made the comparison, but look at the scene in Die Hard. I, I would, he should have he had, you know, a glass in his feet at that point. Because, this is going <laughs> to shock you, but I've never seen Die Hard. I don't know why. Die Hard is an absolutely amazing movie. I know. I've just never seen it. It's one of those that just like constantly somehow miss. How? Anyway. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. I hope I didn't spoil it for you. There's a walkie-talkie. Don't yell at me. <laughs> I- <laughs> um, so, so, and this is, so this is insane. Um, um, so I'm, that- I'm less interested in why wasn't he in trouble. It just feels like. That he wasn't going to get in trouble. It's Concacaf, you know what I mean? I mean, he got in trouble in that he got fired the next day, but not by not, <laughs> but not by, by Concacaf. It's just the, yeah. the fact that it happened and and that way is is kind of insane. Regardless- we need to start doing this as MLS. We need to start breaking the rules. We need to start dark arts, and we need to Bob Bradley going up to the third seats and be like, "I ain't going nowhere." No Intiendo. <laughs> Yo soy Bob Bradley. Damn, you know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't expect this from Brian Schmetzer. Wow. Really, why are you taking off your shirt, dog? You got a lot of energy, my G. No. So look, and and this, and I, I wouldn't say that it took away from the game because the game was also nuts too, right? The yeah. the, the, the game kicks off. It's like 15 seconds in. Carlos Vela scores. Um, down a man. 15 seconds later. He scores again. He scores again. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It looked. It was a mirror image of of, of both goals. Yeah, uh, I mean, I thought I thought the second one was the replay of the first one. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was uh, insane. The fact that just like the, well, the first one was a a terrible giveaway, which yeah. is like again, it's just like the these quote unquote Liga MX clubs are supposed to be better and whatever and whatever. Everybody makes mis- mistakes in their leagues and what. Whatever. Um, yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's two mistakes. <laughs> the mistakes Arsenal makes and me being a fan of it. What a terrible pass. And, and it's, it's Carlitos Vela there. Come on. I mean, you if, know. If you're going to make that mistake in front of anyone in our <laughs> team, the, the one you don't want to do it yeah. is Carlos Vela. The one thing I will say, and we've talked about the, the disparity of talent, right? There's clearly a lot of, on average, each player is probably more talented across your entire squad yeah, from top in to a Liga bottom. MX club, yeah, yeah. right? And maybe we could argue about whether Carlos Vela would be a top player on any of those teams. I think he will, mm-hmm. but it's up to an argument. I get, and I, I, I want to have that argument, but it's just not for today. That said, when the problem is, all you have to do is stop one or two players on LAFC, and you're for the most part have dropped the quality of the player that can beat you, right? Yeah, yeah. The problem is, imagine, like, this. remember when Jordan and Pippen were on the Bulls and they were like, yo, we got to stop Jordan, and then Pippen would beat you? And they're like, all right, 
We got to stop Jordan. We got to stop Pippen. Imagine you said, you know what, guys? Let's just try to stop Pippen. See what happens. That's what happened in the second half. Bets. We'll be fine. Trust me, okay? I've been you doing know, this for years. This might be a lot of hype on this Jordan guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, the billboard outside this building, ignore it. <laughs> I know we're all wearing a sneaker, but let's just talk about it. real quick. I don't think he's as good as everyone says he is. So you let's know, stop Pippen. Up, the stock is rising on this Scotty guy, all right? <laughs> We're going to stop Steve Kerr, and we're going to stop Scottie Pippen. I, I, I dare Michael Jordan to try. That seems like what happened in the second half. Yeah. Like They were like, yo, what, what if we passed it right to Vela? Let's just see what happens. Well, it, it seemed like very much that, that um, Club America was like, oh, they, they're down a player. Let's send, let's send everybody forward. Let's put this game to bed. We got this. And boom, I mean, they didn't have time to even – like rationalize that that philosophy they were yep. just like they they got hit on on uh, on not even the, the counter but that was just a great ball i mean you don't expect a center back to make such a p- precise pass but as soon as the ball landed at vela's feet i'm like yo this is going in and i thought memo Cho was gonna uh, go in the same direction uh from the first goal i thought he was gonna uh, go to his left because that's where he shot it the first time right and he was like no he's probably gonna go he's like no he went to the exact same spot and it was yeah <laughs> oh no he knew it works <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that's why it looked uh exactly like the the same exact goal um but no, just just incredible and then for and then the the the, the later goal by Latif Plessing, but even with ten men, they uh, uh, Club America wasn't going to score. They did really they, they, in they, the second half. I don't know what changes they made in the in the halftime, but even with ten, it seemed like LAFC was a better club throughout the second half. Not just yeah. overall in the second half, throughout it. Yeah, and, and then what, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's that thing of like. All right, we're down a guy, so everyone has to play up a little bit. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. there's like, there's no chance. Don't be nervous. In, there's no pressure now. Let's just in, do what we uh, can. They got rid of, uh, what is it, Muskowski, Musovski, I forgot his name. Um, once they got rid of him and brought in uh, Musovski and brought in Latif Blessing, bro, what? It a, was over. What a, uh, also, I mean... The, uh, just the the legs on this guy. He's like a, he's like it's like he drinks seven rebels before he comes in. <laughs> the amount yeah. of energy he brings. Play, imagine defen- having to defend against that. Yeah, offense, offensively and defensively, he was uh, a big reason why they you know they ended up winning because obviously they ha- they had the lead, but you don't hold the lead without a player uh, having the type of game that that he did. Um, but- and am I wrong? Am I wrong? Do I remember this incorrectly? When Latif Blessing came from Kansas City, Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Do I remember them like the the sentiment was that he didn't track back? I might be wrong about that. I don't think so because they picked him up in the expansion draft. I, they, I think Bob Bradley just wanted him. I, I've never really heard anything negative um, as far because I don't remember. I just I don't remember people really talking about his defensive prowess. But during that match, I'm like, yeah. oh, this dude is not box to box. He's goal to goal. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? he, I mean, he played great. I mean, he also he's also a pretty small dude. You kind of don't expect that much defensively uh, out of him, but um, he, he he was great, and so. Um, so we're going to obviously talk about the actual final uh, because you're listening to this probably on, on Wednesday, uh, the 23rd. So just come right back uh, literally right after this because we will, uh, we're will we going to take a, a very, very short break, and then we will talk about uh, the final uh, uh, Tigres. Before we go, LAFC. though, what quick quick uh, prediction. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to say this is 2-2 and LAFC in penalties. All right, I'm going to say LAFC 3-2. Mm. 
Okay, we'll we'll see how we. I mean, part of it is just is very much me hoping, um, right? But I think LAFC out of any team uh, against Tigres, I think LAFC is the, the only one in this tournament that has any real shot, um, even compared to the other Liga MX teams. So, uh, so we'll see. Uh, all right, so we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we will give our recap on the final of uh, the Concacaf Champions League final. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to break up with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right, Gully Squad. Uh, I mean, Gully Squad. I mean, the last during quarantine, huh? Gully Squad has not only become a just a, a dope soccer community, but it's becoming a vital space for my emotional well-being. Okay? <laughs> yes, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have anyone to talk to a lot of the time, and also I would not know what an apple crisp is. <laughs> okay, yeah, we are. This, there's so much uh, communication and. and sharing of food uh well you know it's it's you know that, that i don't really dwell in that channel too much no you're not allowed to your girl can see it on your face that you're looking at food she goes through my phone not to look for like texts from other girls she's just looking yeah she's at, like booty pick booty pick booty pick sandwich Sam, what is this how dare you, you betray me like this she's messaging me home wrecker <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, Gully Squad is obviously the, the you know it, essentially the the Cooligans community uh, of people that are fans of soccer, fans of comedy, fans of food, fans uh, of pizza. Uh, it's an opportunity to help uh, support uh, the, the content that we put out. Help us put out more content uh, that we can deliver to the masses, and also get some exclusive content uh, for yourself. So there's a, a bunch of really cool things going on in there. We have an amazing uh, uh, Slack channel that may or may not exist. Who knows? Hey. Uh, even though we just talked about it. Exactly, but, you know, it's vague. It's very vague. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you can join at, at, at any level. You can join. Uh, you can give, uh, like, five bucks, ten bucks. You can give more. If you give more, there's more perks involved, like, uh, you know, merch and, and, and a pin and stickers and different things like that. So uh, it's if you're a fan of soccer, uh, if you're a fan of comedy, we highly recommend you joining. Uh, and it, it definitely helps the show grow uh, so we can do a bunch of other fun things, you know, in 2021 when we can find travel we can be able, be able to go do live shows and do live events and do a lot of other things like that so uh plus you get some really exclusive stuff like when we release the uh the pins you get a pin for joining that's right when we release the pop socket you got a pop socket for joining stuff like that so there's a lot of really good exclusive stuff it's not just being a part of the uh you know slack channel that may or may not exist but trust me that's a dope part of it and very much so so uh, go to soccercooligans.com and click on the join gully squad button now all right. Well, we tried. We as in MLS. <laughs> we as also in... we as in trying to squad uh, squad stream with Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to do a a watch along with Jimmy and and be on both uh, Twitch streams at the same time. It did not work. There were technical issues or just straight up hater issues. Right? I think uh, Twitch would didn't would not allow us to be invited as uh, to be able to co stream with uh, with Jimmy. But that is uh, we'll, we'll sort that out on another day. We have to talk about what do you mean by sort that out? You mean like we're going to get our fans to send angry letters to their Congress people and <laughs> Twitch? Yes, yes, yes. You I'm know, this wouldn't happen on a Twitch. That's the problem. 
Uh, look, uh, you, Jimmy is not a partner on MPJ. <laughs> He's not a socio. Uh, he will. Uh, he will never be uh, if, this, <laughs> if, if he keeps up with this sort of behavior. Uh, no, we, let's talk about it. Uh, you know, just like just like the U- U.S. against Trinidad, and we we, we you know we tried to uh, send some positive energy uh, their way. Uh, it did not work out again. Uh, LAFC loses to Tigres two to one. Uh, a good game that I think LAFC has to be kind of uh, smacking themselves, being like, yo, we, we gave this one up. I know They Tigres had control. Was, they were it, fine until the second half. Yeah, yeah. Or the I second mean, half of the second half. Yeah, they were winning uh, 1-0. They were up for, for several minutes. And um, just poor marking on a set piece. And uh, and then, look, a good goal from Gignac. You, you talk, it's difficult to stop him for 90 minutes. And uh, they, they, they very much did not. So um, this this one feels... I'm trying to think of when Toronto played against um, who was it that they lost to in the final? Monterrey. Who Toronto? Toronto. Remember Toronto FC when they were in the CCL final? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I believe Monte- it was Monterrey. Or was think- it Club America? I don't remember who it was. It might have been Club America. Okay. Um, they, they. I, I don't think they ever had a lead. This was, to my recent memory, an MLS team. Leading, uh, so close. I think Minnesota went up against Pachuca. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about in a final. Not Minnesota, really. Montreal. I think Montreal went okay, up against okay, Pachuca. Okay. Um, this was, uh, I mean, look, they 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 played well, and and it, it was so close. They just a couple finished a couple more chances. And they, watching and they, the game, I don't think I would say if that was the first time I'd ever seen those two teams play, and I didn't know anything about MLS or Liga MX, I wouldn't walk away saying Tigres is an overwhelmingly better team. Sorry, and it was, I wouldn't, it was, it was Chivas, by the way. Toronto. It was Chivas. Yes, yeah, it yeah. was Chivas. I wouldn't walk away saying LAFC couldn't hang. I wouldn't say it looks like they're in two different leagues. I wouldn't say like these, these levels aren't comparable. I say these two teams are very comparable. And I think that that is... As embarrassing as it is to say, that's kind of a good thing walking away from this. That's like a step forward, right? Yeah, there's definitely a, uh, you know, it, it wasn't uh, an MLS team up against these Mexican giants. Uh, mm-hmm. That That's that. I, I think we can kind of let go of that, you know, storyline uh, or when, when it comes to CCL. Uh, for the most part, I think every team in, in the tournament uh, had competitive games outside of you know the second leg of NYCFC against Tigres. They were pretty. All the games were pretty much competitive. But the LAFC really. I'm not going to say they were just definitively the better team. Um, they they were better for longer stretches of the game. In my there opinion, there were periods of that game where even the announcers were questioning whether Tigres had prepared correctly. Had yeah. Cared, cared about winning, had really come prepared to play. You know, like there were moments of that match where it looked like it was all AFC or nothing. But like a lot of times, especially when you said it best, like it's hard to stop someone like a Gignac for 90 minutes. When you have a team that's filled with that much depth and quality, the issues really start to arise after the 70th minute. And that's what you saw again. 
Yeah. You know, uh, Bob Bradley, even after that one goal was scored, didn't react. And I know it's because the camera was paused, <laughs> but he knew. Even he knew. You know? He's like, this joy will not last long. Yeah. You know? Let's not celebrate just yet, everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm fortunate, man. I, I wish, um, you know, the, the result would have been different. I think this would have uh, kind of helped... Um, just change the narrative a little bit for for major league soccer and we say this every year um that's really know. we're not lafc fans that's what we were rooting for was <laughs> for people to stop talking shit on ml <laughs> that's <laughs> all we want put some respect on our name or at least give us the the, the ability to talk shit back and and back it up you know what i mean right um so no but look lafc being able to get through all the teams that they did i don't think many people expected them to get as far as they did to come back against club america and win the way they did in in a in a shithousery game and all this stuff so much to be proud of i mean lafc fans uh have a lot uh to look forward to and even though this season was like a little bit weird and and the results were kind of odd they weren't really the dominant team that they were in their first you know first two years um they 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 looked um they they figured it out and they and they really stepped up in this tournament so it was good to see at least one MLS team be consistent throughout the whole thing and you know what this is the first time i would say that you know something like concacaf champions league leaves you being like you know what i th- i still think we did well you know what i mean yeah this is the first time where i'm not like damn you know <laughs> we got bodied you know <laughs> um no man, so I I think I don't even know what when when the next um, Champions League matches are going to be happening, right? I mean they're going to start up pretty soon, probably like in February. Yeah, they're usually in the beginning of preseason. So yeah, so uh, this there's not too much of a break when when it comes to this uh, uh, this tournament. I think we'll we'll have the next champion probably in like April. Yeah. Dude, shit moves fast. <laughs> so, so there's going to be a lot going on. But so, um, uh, who is who's in the 2021 Champions League? Obviously, Philadelphia Union, Columbus Crew, um, who got Atlanta who United? Got, Atlanta, United. Atlanta United got back, sort of backdoored in because yeah, there was because, no U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. Um, who's the fourth? A, can, a Canadian champion, right? It would have to be probably Toronto. Did Toronto win the champion? I think they did. So yeah, those I believe it's those four. Um, if we missed or if it's incorrect, I'm sure we somebody... just always assume it's Toronto winning. Me. <laughs> Let us know if it was HFX Wanderers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Ottawa Fury, the not defunct Ottawa Fury. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, look again, uh, props to LAFC for getting as far as they did and playing and being, they were, they were very close. They were the champions almost for like, you know, but till this like the 70th minute. So, uh, a, a lot to, a lot to be proud of. So, um, okay. Uh, another one in the books. Um, we were wrong, but this time waiting, uh, to after our match to do a segment, did not leave us super sad and wondering if we'll continue. <laughs> Correct. It's, uh, you know, is LAFC going to make it to the World Cup? Man, who knows? Um, <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, so, everybody, thank you so much uh, for tuning in to another episode. We really appreciate it. We hope you uh, enjoy uh, your holiday. Hope you enjoy uh, uh, Christmas or if you, ce- if you celebrate Christmas or you do not. Uh, whatever enjoy the days off if you are working i know a lot of people are not as well uh we just honestly hope you are safe uh hope you don't go to big family events and catch covid uh, or spread it or spread it's very much uh still around yeah man it ain't going nowhere unfortunately 
Yeah, yeah, and there's still, you know, we we know people uh, that have it, and and to the people listening who have it, keep powering through, stay strong, uh, and yeah, we're you know, there's obviously friends that we know that that are struggling with it as well. Um, uh, so, yeah, but there just, is light at the end of the tunnel. I'm hearing that the vaccine actually can help cure some of the long-term ills that are left from people who've had it in a very severe way. So oh, that's okay. Yeah. Breaking news. Look, you don't listen to, you listen to Cooley and you don't expect to hear this right? is uh, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Alexis Fauci over here. I... <laughs> hey, Gauchi. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so that obviously that's, that's some good news. Um, and yeah, we know there's a couple people we know that have, uh, Gotten the vaccine. You're obviously your wife who works uh, in the hospital. She's not yet, but she's about to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's people. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's happening. You know, you know, one step at a time. Um, but yeah, just don't catch the shit. That's it. And <laughs> wear stay, a fucking mask, will you? Yeah, just stay safe because uh, it's crazy out there. Um, all right, enjoy uh, Christmas, everybody. Uh, enjoy the holidays. Um, you know, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna be off of uh fubo tv um for the uh, during this holiday break so we'll be back in january on fubo tv we're still doing podcasts so keep subscribing to the podcast keep listening to the podcast there's always news and a lot of things to discuss so and if still- you haven't leave a review dude we haven't had a review in a minute yeah feel free to to leave one there on uh, on itunes or at the apple podcast app uh it really does help um Yes, and just to add, the uh, Fubo TV will be airing reruns, but uh, throughout the the next two weeks, they'll be airing episodes with uh, U.S. Women's National Team players. So each one, uh, if you haven't seen or haven't checked out any of those episodes and want to watch it, um, just every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern and Pacific time, uh, FuboSportsNetwork.com, and you can watch uh, probably one of your favorite players, uh, us getting interviewed by one of uh, you know, uh, us interviewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't players. get interviewed by any of uh, yeah, yes. players. And <laughs> that's like, a real shame. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Mallory Pugh, what do you want to know about us? You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Great question, Allie Krieger. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so check those out because uh, I know the, the you know the football staff worked really hard and uh, putting those together, and uh, yeah, we would appreciate it. All right, everybody, thank you again uh, for tuning in to another episode. Again, enjoy your holidays. Uh, we love you. We miss you. Uh, we will we will see you in person at some point soon. We promise. We yeah. promise. Because <laughs> we're I'm- doing everything we can to stay safe and stay alive. So we could come see you. So you got to stay safe and stay alive. Because <laughs> if not, that's going to be Bruh. a real sad show, my G. <laughs> I am stabbing that vaccine in my eyeball. I need it. I ain't, I'm going <laughs> to stab the vaccine if it don't work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yo, you're going to tell the vaccine, yo, run that vaccine. <laughs> yo, 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 run them antibodies, my G. <laughs> um, okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the cool. Cool.